This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to your weekend, everybody. It's time for another edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North with you for the next hour, and we have the biggest weekend of the year. It is Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner, and we are going to break down the game from every conceivable angle today, Mike. Yeah, you know what, Carmen? Hi, everybody. Good to talk to everybody. It's the biggest weekend of the year, unless you get your butt kicked. That's true. Then it's catastrophic. But the bottom line is, there's so many prop bets, there's so many this, there's so many that. People are almost forgetting to bet the side and what have you. But I'm happy to see football here. Just a little note for everybody. The NBA right now, plus 30 games where the favorite has went straight up since Saturday. Hmm. 30, like 34 and 7. Wow. And this has always been the last couple, two, three years. I'm just saying, folks, they let the public win in a lot of ways the week before the Super Bowl so they can come and take all your money and break all-time records as far as money wage. (laughs) And that's going to happen this year. That is interesting. Like, yeah, get the handle up by letting everybody win. Oh, well, (laughs) what are you going to bet if you're broke? That's great. Believe me, before the Super Bowl, everybody was broke back in the day. After the last game. But they, 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 before they had playoffs, you were lucky to scrape some money together to bet on the title game. Well, we have one final game in the 2021 oh, yeah. calendar for the NFL season to break down. And it is Super Bowl 56. As of this morning, uh, Friday morning, as Mike and I are doing the show, the Bengals uh, at points bet are a four-point underdog in this game against the Rams. The total still sits at 48 and a half. If you want to play the money line, you'll lay 200 to win 100 on the Rams. You can lay 100 and win 165 on the Bengals. Mike had mentioned uh, sometimes you forget about the side, and I think yep. that's a great point. It really has become about oh, yeah. the prop bets, and and I will dive into some of those and mm-hmm. try to sort through. The, there's like 600 of them, and I think it's important to find a couple that we can really capitalize on. That's what we're going to try to do today. Uh, it's funny, Mike, that you say because I, I really don't have too strong of a feeling one way or another on the cider total in this game. Believe me, folks, and and I mean this sincerely. Last year, uh, we won. I had Tampa and uh, the points and the money line. One of the rare feats in my life, picking a Super Bowl winner. Okay, <laughs> I'm not I'm not bragging. I'm telling you. Usually, I get my butt kicked in this game, but last year I had it right on. I feel good about a side here. Uh, but you're right, Carm. I mean, we're talking about everything. The national anthem, you can't get too much action on now yeah. because they ruined it, sort of fixed. People get the word gets out. It gets leaked. But you still got heads and tails. Uh, there's people that bet 100000 on the heads or tails. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, there's books that are out money before the kickoff. Uh, because of what what happened on heads or tails, or you may be out money. Uh, I do love the prop bets, but you got to be careful. Uh, don't I, I hear all the people saying Burrow is isn't going to get it done because of the pass rush and because of the front four. I saw the guy get sacked about what uh, three no, weeks ago, nine, nine times, times, and he beat the coach of the year. By the way, congrats to my guy who I called about two yeah. months ago, Mike Vrabel, twenty five to one. If you had that ticket, yeah. Folks. Uh, but but I saw him get sacked nine times, and, and, and guess what? It didn't affect him. 
He's been sacked 63 times on the season. Right. And here they are in the Super Bowl. It is He is something, man, uh, in just his second year. Yep. It's pretty incredible. Never before has there been a Super Bowl featuring teams that were four seeds or lower. Yep. That's the case in this game. Um, and I and believe me, I'm giving some stats here. I'm not trying to poo-poo anything. I'm just letting everybody know. You like, let people know, it, Con. That's it, what we do here. It, it's a, it is a little bit, I think, strange still to look down and see Rams, Bengals. I mean, maybe not Rams as much, but Bengals, come on. I mean, even a month ago, I think most people would have been like, no way. The combined record of these two teams during the regular season was 22-12. and 12. Mm-hmm. That is the worst combined winning percentage in Super Bowl history. This will only be the seventh game in Super Bowl history where the combined winning percentage is even below 700, and this is the lowest of all time. That doesn't mean this can't be a great game. It doesn't mean that uh, we won't be entertained, and it doesn't mean that we won't find some really good wagering opportunities. Just some of the facts that it is still in my mind. I'm like, I can't believe the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Mike, it's something. Well, also, I don't think the, the public can. And the casual fan who wants Brady and Mahomes is going to look at two guys that they're not that, that interested in. It's the hardcore fans or the gamblers like me and Carm, who are both. We're both fans and gamblers. But this is an underwhelming Super Bowl if you want to talk about what the prospects were supposed to be. Buffalo, right. you know, yeah. with Josh Allen, yep. Mahomes, yep. Brady, Rodgers. Who, by the way, what a disgrace. What a disgrace Why that guy so getting mad? the MVP. What a disgrace. I want everybody to do I want everybody to do yourself a favor. If you got a kid twenty two years old, take him, take pictures, video of him at his athletic events. And then check with him when he's forty four and see if he could do what a no man has ever done. And to give it to Aaron Rodgers, and you know what? And here's the shame of it. If they actually added the playoffs into the mix, it wouldn't be Brady or Rodgers. It would probably be Cooper Cup that would be the MVP. Yeah, he's something too, isn't he? I mean, and how do you a... give the offensive player award to, to Cup, but you give the MVP to Rodgers? I mean, you know what? It's yeah, they the... had to find a way to separate it because oh, only quarterbacks God. win that award anymore. You know, it's like... Quarterbacks are the only people that are going to win that, that yeah, award at this point. That's a good point, Carm. I mean, that's what everybody's got their favorites. But I put it out on Twitter that Manning and Rodgers have won nine MVPs because they don't count the postseason, and yeah. Brady's only won three, and he's the greatest quarterback who ever lived is a joke. Well, he's got that. You know, he's got those skins on his wall, though, the more important ones, I well, guess, of right? He yeah. Does, so but he I doesn't just say, care. You know what? You should still give a guy a pat on the back yeah. for what he did. He's had, in my world, receivers that weren't even household names. Running backs that weren't household names. How many Devontae Adams has he had? He had Moss. He had Moss, yeah. I mean, it's been and, it. and, and, and in Tampa, the collection's and nice Edelman. these last two years. And Edelman. Yeah, he more made Edelman, if you ask me. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like, Walker and Edelman, I think, were uh, aided You'll considerably never see by a 40, Brady. It would have been like Jordan. Jordan at 44, leading the league in scoring. I mean, he, yeah, outpa- he outpassed for yards, Rodgers. I mean, okay, so he threw eight more uh, interceptions. He threw more touchdowns. It he was did. Just, it's, it's, it's comical. It really is uh, that Brady still got the haters out there. I don't think there's any haters for Brady. Could there possibly? There's nobody. Well, how many haters are there for Rodgers? There are plenty. But well, I don't know. Well, I mean, you win, t- you win the MVP two years in a row. Well, I mean, if listen, they what? took the- how many MVPs would he have if they added the postseason? One, not not four. 
One. I will say, these last two years, this guy's got 85 touchdowns to nine interceptions. I mean, that's right. that, it's phenomenal. That's like beyond well, obscene. I mean, he's a regular season hero. Well, it's a regular season suffer. award. I know. That's a shame. There you go. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but that's okay. Brady's the man. Well, we yeah, Brady is the man. I and mean, by the way, Burrow. Now, people, please don't start comparing Burrow. We did no, the same thing I to agree. Mahomes. I Leave agree. it alone. Let him enjoy his life. My like, God. like we do need to slow down on that stuff. I agree with you. It's like <laughs> Burrow's a great story. He's yep. fun. He's likable. He does look like he's going to be a terrific quarterback for a long time. But like, let's just. Pump the brakes a little. And you're right, I Mahomes. Saw... Is like, and as much as we love Mahomes, and Mahomes is great. Like, it's not as easy as everybody thinks. There's there's no. one Brady, and there might not ever be another no. one quite like him. I mean, well, it's I Dan agree Marino. With you. Dan Marino. I saw him the first year. I go, oh my god, everybody's dead, and that was it for him. I mean, he beat the Bears in '85, and you know what? He never tasted the Super Bowl but once. Phenomenal player. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's like, and that's how hard it is. I mean, yep. like, there, there's still no explaining like what happened to Mahomes you know in the been, second half you know two weeks Brady's ago. But it happened. Time. Brady's been fortunate because of lack of injury. That's the it's bottom helped. line. He had the one ACL, but that's other it. than that, yeah. I mean, I mean it, McMahon, he if he breathed. His rib would break. I know, poor Jim. You know, if the guy got out of bed, he twisted his ankle. I know. You know? It was one thing after another. I mean, one night I was with him, we got up, he hit his head on the lamp. I mean, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Some guys are a little snake. I mean, that just happens. Uh... I mean, you know, so so it's up to you. You, you. you get your health. Brady has been very, very very fortunate. Mike and I are going to uh, break down this game from lots of different angles. We'll start. Uh, we're going to start going through the prop bets in a little bit too. We could talk about some of the big ones uh, with Luke Pergandy and see what tickets are available going into the big game this weekend. Plus waste management. I mean, that's always a oh. fun weekend for golf fans. And there's a lot of action on the Prop Swap app. So Luke's going to join Kim. us. See Woo Kim. <laughs> yeah, he ties Andrew Putnam yesterday. He's winning the damn thing, and Putnam uh, ties him. Damn. Luke's going to join us coming up next. Jim Miller's still going to give us some ponies. We've got best plays. Long way to go. We are previewing Super Bowl 56 coming up this weekend. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Every Friday, Mike and I do this show for you. We have a great time doing it. And you can catch us on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000 every Friday night, 7 to 8. And then right back in the morning, in case you missed anything, the Encore Replay before White Sox Weekly, uh, 8 until 9. And it's that time of the show where we say hello to one of the uh, founding members of our great presenting sponsor, PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. A Chicago guy who will be at SoFi Stadium, I believe, for the second time this football season because he was there week one when the Bears took on the Rams and he's going to the Super Bowl. Luke Pergandy. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, up, that, uh, that 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 Bears game was, I think I came on the air the, the week after mm-hmm. and said this Bears team might finish 3-14 uh, and 14 this year. So that 
hopefully this Sunday will be a little more enjoyable yeah. than that thrashing that the Bears got. I think it will be. It is still, you know, Mike and I were just talking about this, Luke. It is still, you know, by a lot of the numbers, the metrics, uh, it, it's, a, it's a little bit unlikely, especially from uh, the AFC uh, standpoint here that the Bengals are here. Fun team, yeah. easy team to cheer for, uh, a lot of weapons on offense, so don't get me wrong. I mean, there are things to like, but I was just telling Mike, never before, uh, have we had uh, a combined winning record this low? This is the lowest in Super Bowl history. They were 22-12 and 12, uh, during the regular season. We know and we've talked about the Bengals at, at various points early in the year, even midway through the season, being a long shot. And when you joined us last week, you told us about that professional gambler that as far as everybody can tell, he's got the only 300-to-1 Bengals ticket in existence, and he's yeah. kind of dangled it with you guys, right? Yeah, no, it, it is it is the only three hundred to one bet made all season. Uh, I've I've seen a very short list of two hundred to one. There's there's a very small number of two hundred to one. So to beat that by fifty percent, I mean that's he's he's incredible. I mean it's it's one of the best numbers that I've ever seen at any event. You know we we've discussed at length. Obviously, this is the biggest underdog in NFL history. There's never been a dog that has been 301 odds or greater and arrived in the Super Bowl. Mm. The second biggest long shot was the 1999 Rams. Wow. They were 201. That was Kurt Warner's team. I saw Kurt Warner at the NFL award show last night. He's probably 5'10", five, five, mm-hmm. maybe 5'11". Like, these guys, we, like, kind of put them on a pedestal just watching him, you know, over the years. But, like, some of these guys are not that big in person. Uh, he looks great. Kurt Warner looks, he still Kurt looks Warner good. He still for, you know, 38. Yeah. He looked really good. Got some grays, but he... He looked great, but yeah, not not very tall, Kurt Warner. But um, so yeah, that that was the biggest underdog. The so it, well, well, what's the price? Well, I mean, is he going to take a price? What if if somebody offers him what? What what is he looking for? Uh, so t- ten grand. Mark, market value is about eleven grand okay. right now. So if you walked into a casino and bet eleven G's, you'd, you'd collect yeah, around thirty k, depending okay. on where you bet. Um, so you know, the story with this guy is he actually bet a. a Bengals Rams Super Bowl matchup prop Jeez. about a month ago, and that the Rams would defeat the Bengals. Although some of these books, like FanDuel and other books around the country, will hang Super Bowl matchup props, you know, starting in January. Um, and he actually popped them for Rams to beat the Bengals. So he now actually has more exposure if the Rams win. So he's, he leans Rams in this game. Mm. Um, but, you know, this is the story of a professional gambler. Like you try to beat the book all season long and um, he beat the book with 301, and now he seemed to get a really good number that the Rams will beat the Bengals. And again, is it an outstanding position come Sunday night? Let's talk about volume and money from last year to this year. Brady and Mahomes last year, dream matchup, a promoter's dream. Uh, casual fans flocking all over, betting. There'll be bets this yeah. year, but it's uh, a number of market Cincinnati that's small. Joe Burrow, still not a household name with the casual fans. You have another guy that never won a big ball game in a town that didn't have football for 30 years. Hmm. What's the volume compared to last year compared to this year, uh, Luke? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I saw the AGA put out that they think $8 billion will be wagered on this game, oh including God. all the Super Bowl squares. Like, Jeez. yeah, I give the example. Like, my parents are never wagering money on sports, but every single Super sure. Bowl, they pass that hat around and they put, you know, 20 bucks on a square sure. and hope the score ends up in their favor on each quarter. So, 
you know, I, I'm not too concerned about the volume. I, I hear you, Mike, that you're totally right that the Chiefs and, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were a very both very popular teams around the country. And a L.A. football team who hasn't had a, a football franchise for so long and the Cincinnati Bengals, I hear you. It'll be interesting to see what volume looks like. I would say the squares, like the, the common folk who don't bet every week, they're betting right. either way. Like They're going to that Super Bowl party. They're yeah, I'm looking for the handle. Square. I'm looking for a yeah. handle from the casinos compared to last year. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. will they break the record from last year? Yeah, that's a good question. I will go over because okay. all these sports betting companies, MGM, DraftKings, whoever, up a little bit, but you know, are spending billions of dollars pushing sports betting all year long. And this mm-hmm. is this is the pinnacle for sports betting. Like nothing will ever yep. beat this on a single day event. March Madness does a really good job of um, doing a four day weekend, but in a single day, um, this this is the highest. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that this will break a record just because the other 364 days we've been getting pounded with sports betting advertisements, and it's just conditioned people. Oh, if you're ever going to get in, this is the time. I'm on PropSwap.com right now, and yep. there are lots of different Hunt. NFL bets to be bought. Uh, there are also a lot of golf bets, and oh, this I is always it. the case, and this is a really popular I mean, for a tournament that's not a major, that's in February. I mean, this is probably the one that gets people going the most. They seem to really rally around the the, the waste management. I see Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantley, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka. So golf's always good for you guys, but the tournaments like this that draw in a lot of attention always do quite well, right, Luke? Yeah. Oh, this is the most attended golf tournament in the world. The Phoenix Waste Management Open is the most attended golf tournament worldwide. I think they do a hundred thousand each day. I mean, it's it's like off the charts how many people attend this thing. I've I've been fortunate. I went to college in Arizona. I've, I went a bunch of different times. It's it annoys me. They do this. Uh, they they purposely <laughs> they make purposely, it Super Bowl weekend. Yes. I, I don't I don't know why they do this. This year, obviously, the Super Bowl is one week later than it always is. It's on the thirteenth instead of the sixth or the seventh, and it's still the same weekend as the Phoenix Open. So. I don't know why to do it. I would love to, to go to both, but um, amazing experience and, and a blast to bet. I don't know if you saw Ricky Fowler. Oh. It was like Tuesday or Wednesday. He was like kind of quieting the crowd a little bit, jokingly. And then he like pumped the crowd back That's up awesome. right before he was about to punt. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, he missed, a, awesome. he missed a putt yesterday. You missed a putt on 16. Oh, and God. he was suffering at the it's... time. I mean, I feel bad for Ricky Fowler. It seems uh, some of his confidence is gone, but he got it back a little bit later in the round. He missed a putt on 16. Even Ricky Fowler got booed, Oof, you know? Boy, that's, that's a tough crowd. You <laughs> I know? mean, that is a tough crowd. They'll cheer you if you make it, but if you come up short yeah. on a putt, you're going to get barbecued. Everybody, make sure yeah. you check out the app and the website during the game. Luke always reminds you, especially a game like this, when you know uh, somebody gets out to an early lead, somebody's got a good performance going, you've got a ticket on something, look to post it, look to buy, look to sell. So we would encourage everyone to do that while they're watching the big game. On Sunday, uh, Luke, you'll be there. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you again next week, buddy. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. Looking forward to it. There's Luke oh, Pergandy. Oh, yeah, by, by the way, <laughs> s- speaking of golf, if I can give you guys a little tip of someone who is his game is starting to come into form mm-hmm. for the Masters. He's, I think, oh. currently 66 to 1. You get him? An older guy or a younger older guy? guy? Older guy. Probably early guy. 40s. Bubba, Bubba Watson. Watson finished yeah. second last week in Dubai. He's playing well in Phoenix. Hey, horses for courses, too, won right? Twice there, two he's years won twice. Yep. 
Yeah. He's getting one twice. You Might know what? Jump on him now. He's matching up against Kim uh, today, so I don't know. Not that I'm addicted to golf. No, not I, not at all. I know the lineups for God's sake <laughs> of what's crazy. going on. I'm up at five in the morning looking to see where Mickelson's playing. Uh, out of your mind. I, I know it. it's great. Golf's the best. Yeah. See Wu Kim hold the lead next time. We've got more breakdown coming your way. We're getting you set for Super Bowl Fifty Six. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Carmen and Mike coming right back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN One Thousand. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Every Friday, we're here with you. Last time for a while, we get to talk about a football game. It's like uh, kind of bittersweet, but we are yeah. previewing uh, Super Bowl 56. You know, it is. It, it, it's 61% we, last uh, week. Unreal. We did one unit place because, uh, you know, and then Carm, he just gave everybody a lean, but he went public. So the WGA yes. uh, ruled against uh, the lean and said he went public on Twitter. That's yeah. how confident we were. And what did we lose? By a couple points? We lost by a couple, but Karis LeVert yeah. killed us. Oh, in that, my man. God. Mad on. I mean, he killed. He, killed, he was <laughs> keeping on. Mike Uh-oh. alive. He killed me. He was keeping Mike alive for a while. But unfortunately, both. They uh, killed us. Yeah, they killed us. Yeah, we're allowed, 40, we're I mean. allowed to stump our toe on one unit place. We got it all for you now. Yeah, we, we've we had such a great oh, uh, yeah. NFL season. Over 60% as a show. What about Randy? Did Randy win? No. No. Went one and one, didn't I? Or did I? Yeah, you did go one and one. I can't remember what I even I think you can't remember what I gave out. I don't remember. You know, he's like the golfer. I don't know how many strokes it took yeah. me on the hole. Right. Let me count. I hate guys that count after the hole. Right. After they hole. They go one, one two, two. I go, don't do that. Can't four, you keep track while we're playing? I'm with you. I know. Come on. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, the biggest storyline going into the game, and, and you know, Mike sort of touched on it early in the show. I mean, it's pretty apparent where the mismatch appears to be, and that is this Rams defensive line versus the Bengals offensive line. Uh, we mentioned how many times Joe Burrow has been sacked this year. He's seemingly unfazed by it, and he uh, escaped the you know some serious pressure in the second half in the Kansas City game a couple of weeks ago to yep. extend plays and extend drives and get Kansas and get uh, the Bengals points as they storm back in the second half, but. Boy, Mike, it does appear to be a mismatch. The the Cincio line had the second worst adjusted sack rate in the NFL this season. The Rams D line had the seventh best adjusted sack rate. The Bengals O line finished the season with the thirtieth ranked pass rush win rate in the NFL. The Rams D line finished with the number one ranked pass rush win rate. So it it does seem like it's going to be Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd, Von Miller kind of licking their chops against the banged-up and bad Bengals offensive Well, line. here, I got the prop for the uh, Borough rushing yards over under 11-and-a-half. Now, he's either going to be sacked, okay, or run for his life, but I, I 11-and-a-half seems very low for a guy that's going to be pressured that mm. can get away from the rush. I, I would probably lean under because it looks like he wants to just throw the football if he can. We'll see what happens. Stafford, for rushing yards? Over under five and a half. So, I mean, there's some prop bets that you could get suckered into. Mm -hmm. I'm with you, Carm, uh, except for the fact that there's some recent history of him getting his brains beat in, and it didn't phase him. And, And you know what? It's just one of those deals where 
I think he's – look, it's hard to find a guy in his second year that has played more big games I know. than a veteran like Stafford. It's true. I mean, that's the truth. And we have said that, folks, since the beginning about Joe Burrow. The big moment is not going to get him. So I am looking at the uh, point spread on this. I think there's opportunity. Hey, look, it might be turnovers. Are you going to be able Could to be. rush the football? We, there's a lot of unknowns with these two teams. Uh, that wasn't unknown when it was so easy to, for me to take Tampa Bay. The, the turnovers would be the thing that I think keeps screws this game close. Right, like potentially screws things up and, and or really keeps Cincinnati in it and gives Cincinnati a chance. The Bengals have been outgained in each of their three playoff games so far. Not badly, but still. They've been outgained in each three. They've won them all. But the greatest single determining factor, uh, people probably know this. Mike and I have talked about it. The right. greatest single determining factor, if you looked at nothing else, uh, if you didn't look at the score and you looked at you know just the stats, the mm-hmm. one you'd zero in on to be able to most accurately predict then what the final score, you know, who the final uh, the winner was, is turnover margin in the NFL. Yep. If you're a plus two or better, you win about 90% of the time. Uh, the Bengals are a plus five yep. in turnover margin, and it is the thing that has kept them going despite the right. fact that they haven't been per- perfect and they've been outgained in the playoffs so far. Well, look at this. I'm hearing about this defensive line. I'm hearing about how tough these guys are. I'm looking at Joe Mixon, over 63-and-a-half rushing yards. I mean, to me, it would be so easy to take the under unless he breaks one off. I'm with you. Yeah. I so agree. I'm trying to figure that one out, number one. Uh, but then there's another one. Uh, uh, the, the Rams, cup under 105 or over 105 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to caution everybody. It's easy to take the over in this. But he's a slot receiver two-thirds of the time, okay? And Cincinnati's got a guy named Hilton. Yeah, who Mike shuts Hilton. down? Yep. Who shuts down slot receivers? Not saying he's going to shut down Cooper Cup, but I mean, hundred and five is going to be tough for him. I think to to get, in my opinion, yeah, uh, because he's a slot receiver most of the time. And I know some of the sharp money that has come in on that prop yep. agrees with you that it's been on the under. I also like what you said about Mixon. I just don't know that they're going to be able to run it into that Rams front or that they're going to be in a position in terms of, you know, how the, the, the game is going to continue to give him the ball. I, I think they might have to take the approach of just empty out the backfield. And they're not afraid to do that. They ran plenty. I think, right. the, I think the Bengals were number two in the NFL in empty sets this year. Go empty, get Burrow in shotgun, and let him get the ball out quick, Mike. I, and so I, I, I like the mix and under prop too because I, I just don't know that they're going to be able to afford to, like, well, you know, pound the rock in this game, so to speak, you, on Sunday. They'll try to pound the rock, okay? But here's what you can screw up. I sort of like the over in the six for Mixon because it sounds outlandish. The, the t- but I, I listen to other people, too, uh, when it comes to profits because I don't know it all. But I do know this. If Cincinnati goes down and Mixon doesn't get off to a good start, I think you could forget about that I, over. Yeah, I think you, you know? can. I think it's. It, it, I think you're absolutely right. And if they realize that they're not having any success running into that front, if the pressure is too, uh, you know, if there is too much pressure on Burrow, if they do find themselves behind, it's going to have to be, you know, quick ball out and try to move the chains and stay ahead of the sticks that way. And I think if anything, it lends itself to Burrow's attempts 
over 36 and a half prop and under yeah. the Mixon total yard. Cincinnati hasn't really faced the defense of this caliber all season. Not many anyway. They played the Niners in week 14. They lost. They played the Browns in week nine. They got destroyed. The Niners finished the season ranked seventh in defensive DVOA. The Browns finished 11th. The Rams, number five. So they, they haven't had a ton of experience you know playing a defense funny, quite this good this you year. You got the great, we're, we're reading off these stats, but they should have lost to the 49ers. Really? When you stop and think about, it, don't you think Rams? Well, they. Yeah. Bl- I mean, the Niners again blowing. A t- <laughs> you know, yeah. blowing I mean, a ten Jimmy point G- lead. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jimmy G did beat the MVP and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so, I mean, I you, we, I had to throw him in there. But let me ask you, Tyler Boyd, what do you think of thirty nine and a half over? Because Ramsey's going to probably spend time on Chase. I would think. Okay. Yeah. Then the other guy, his, his second receiver, is got over under sixty nine. And a half. Who is that? T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah. So Boyd is 39 and a half slot type of receiver. I like to, I I think I might, that might be one of my prop bets, the over 39 and a half for the third receiver on that team. Now, maybe he comes in just one clump. Maybe, you know, he's a six yard guy, but maybe he gets away and he's, rips off one for 30 yards, then you might be able to beat it. But it's a chance I'm going to take. We're going to uh, continue to preview the game here. We got uh, our guy Jim Miller coming up for some ponies real quick, but we got a few more thoughts on the big game, and we'll give you our final best play. Some of the props we like, um, if we like anything on the side or total, you're going to find out coming up, so don't go anywhere, folks. We are still getting you set for Super Bowl 56 the last game of the 2021 yeah. NFL season. It's Mike and Carmen with you. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the home stretch on this Friday night, getting you set for Super Bowl Sunday, and we still have ponies this weekend. So uh, before we go any further, let's turn it over to the guy that's been uh, as hot as any handicapper in the country. He is the expert horse racing handicapper at Hawthorne Racecourse, where there is live racing all weekend long. He joins us each and every week. He's at Hawthorne Gym on Twitter. Say hi to Jim Miller. What up, Jimmy? Boys, it was another good weekend last yeah. weekend. We had a nice six to one winner in the Holy Bull. The other two horses ran third, so bet across the board. We made some pretty good money last week to get ready for this week. Six to one. That's how you build that bankroll up a little bit. Uh, live racing all weekend uh, at Hawthorne. A Super Bowl Sunday. Books open for business, including at the track, right, Jimmy? Yeah, books open for business. They're going to open early. They're going to stay open through the end of the game for anybody that wants to cash. For us, for if you're coming out for live racing, we're going to have a two o'clock post on Sunday. So we can get the races done before the Super Bowl. So come on out, make your sports bets, go watch the races, and then go home and get home in time for the Super Bowl. All right. Let's say both events were played at the uh, same time. Kentucky Derby uh, going down the stretch or the last play of the Super Bowl in the tie game. <laughs> Which one are you watching? Good question. 
I'm watching the Derby. I mean, but that, but that's one of the things. That's the greatest two minutes in sports. You don't know what's going to happen with that last play. They Apparently, you don't uh, bet the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> don't bet the NBA. You're going to have 20 minutes in the last two minutes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Who's that? I don't know. I think I might have to watch that. I don't know. That's a tough question, isn't it, Kevin? It is, yes. Yep. There is something about that final turn for home at the Absolutely. Kentucky Derby, you know, and it, it uh, it's amazing. Is there a Derby uh, favorite at this point, Jimmy? I mean, you know, we've got these prep races going on. Who Who, who is the Derby favorite right now? Here, here's what's interesting, guys. Normally you would say it's whomever Bob Baffert has, and Baffert has uh, some horses that have been very solid and are winning these Derby preps. But none of the horses are acquiring derby points because he's not allowed to run a horse at Churchill Downs right now. So it makes things really muddied. So actually that horse that won last week, White Barrio, the horse that won the Holy Bull going away, right now has got to be one of your top derby contenders. And you're going to see him come back in the Florida Derby. If he runs another big race there, you're probably not going to get as much value. So if you're playing the derby futures this weekend, horse like White Barrio might be a horse that's worth playing this weekend. And then you just have to wait and see what happens with the legal system for if they're going to allow these Baffert horses to run and how they're going to acquire points. Very interesting. All right, so what do we like for this weekend uh, to build the bankroll before Sunday night? All right, so we have two more derby preps this weekend to watch, so we're going out of town for a couple of races and then back to Hawthorne. We're going to bet all three of these horses across the board again. So start at Tampa Bay Downs, race number 10, bet the nine horse, howling time across the board. This one's 5-1 to one in the morning line. Then go to Golden Gate, race number eight, but the 11, Del Mo across the board. This one's 10 to 1 in the morning line. And then go to Hawthorne, race six on Saturday, but the four, Advanced Man across the board. The horse had trouble last out and should race really big on Saturday. All right, so a couple of prep races for Saturday. Tampa Bay Downs, race 10, the nine horse across the board. At Golden Gate, uh, race eight, the 11 horse across the board. And then home cooking at Hawthorne for Saturday night, race number six, the four horse across the board. Is that correct? That's right, boys. Good value with all three. Let's make some money for Sunday. Sounds good, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You got it. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller. Yet uh, hit uh, hit again uh, last week. Yeah. I mean, this guy's been an absolute machine, so hopefully we can build the bankroll. He carried for us for a change last uh, Yeah, week. how about you know? it? It was good. It was good. Jimmy uh, is, is the best handicapper I've and I've been uh, around a few best I've ever seen in horse racing. It's unbelievable. Yep. Um, all right, so let's start giving out some of our best okay. props and some of the things that we're definitely going to be wagering on for Super Bowl. 56. We kind of talked about a few of these. Uh, anything you want to jump right in and uh, get out well, there, Mike, right now? First of all, I'd like to say this, Carm. I like the Rams in time of possession at minus 110. Okay? I like uh, that bet. Yeah. I, I feel if if you really think they're going to win, okay, I don't think uh, they're going to be filling the air with football. They, footballs. they got three pretty good runners. Akers and Michelle uh, are two of them. Akers, uh, they say they're going to use mm-hmm. the hot hand. I don't believe that. I think Akers will do most of the running as long as he holds on to the football. Running has not been his problem. Holding on to football has. I'm taking the Rams. Time of possession, minus 110 so far. That correlates, I think, nicely with one of the ones I like, too. Okay. So uh, I feel you on that one, Mike. I-, I like the Rams. They have more first downs in the game. You can get that. At about minus 140, minus 145 in most places. So um, if you like what Mike was saying, I think there's a pretty good correlation maybe between two of those props that we like. Uh, time of possession prop, uh, more first downs in the game. I also like, believe it or not, I, I like a couple of kicking props here. Uh, I like the Bengals' first score to be a 
field goal. I think nice. Sean, uh, Zach Taylor is more than comfortable, um, you know, not really pushing the envelope too much and relying on his rookie kicker, who's been so good. I mean, McPherson's been a machine. He's 12 for 12 in the postseason. He's got three kicks of 50 yards or more. Um, I, I think early in these games, especially in the first quarter, the trend we've seen is kind of a, a slow feeling out process. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Bengals' uh, first score be a field goal, so I'm going to bet that prop as well. At last check, let me see what that last well, last mm-hmm. time I saw it. It was uh, plus 160, I think. Yeah, Bengals' first score to be a field goal at plus 160, okay. so I like that one a lot. Too. That's a real good one. Here's what I like also, folks. Why not uh, have interest in both teams? I like Rams minus four at minus 170. Okay, and I like Cincinnati at plus four uh, as far as the number goes. So you can do both. It, it won't be the first time that I've won this. I think I feel confident. Maybe Burrow keeps it within a field goal. Who knows? Uh, but the Rams win. Who knows? 30 to 27. You cover both. Oh, ends so yeah. So a money line and a, and a Bengals plus four. Exactly. Yes, I like that. So you kind of okay. get the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Look and at- also another one I like is cup under. Uh, 105 and a half yards because I think they're going to get the lead. I think they're going to get the lead early. I, I know that he's fantastic. He could break one off. He seemed, that seems that that's one of the more popular bets right now. And this is where listening is more than handicapping. I'm hearing a lot of people taking the over on that. So I'm going to just take a flyer and take the under 105 and a half. It's awfully tough to do against a guy, in my opinion, in the postseason who's been the MVP. He's been great. Um, yep. So Mike likes that one. I got a cup prop too. Cool. Uh, it doesn't have to do with, uh, with the yardage. So we could both win this one. That would be nice. I'm going to lay uh, the 160 on Cooper Cup to get an anytime score, anytime nice. touchdown. He might have a couple. He might. I mean, look, he's he's so good in so many different areas of the field. I mean, he can be a home run hitter, but he's so deadly down inside the red zone. He led the NFL in red zone targets this year. Um, he led the NFL in in touchdowns in the red zone. That's not a shock because he led the league in touchdowns. You know who but we're just, he's such a valuable weapon down there for you them. You know who we're overlooking? Beckham. And Odell has had a terrific run here. He I mean, might have a huge day, and they may do, do double cover Cooper Cup yeah. like a lot of teams should have. Who knows? I mean, but this guy's been good. I, I, I got to be honest. I am going to. I mean, that's not on the show here. I'm going to look at some prop bets with him, too, because he seems to be the forgotten guy, and yeah. he's been one of their more important guys. Yeah, um, I mean he's he was fantastic. They both had over a hundred yards. Yeah, and I and I and last week when we did the odds couple, I gave that uh, NFL Next Gen stat about just how yep. good those two were in that game in terms of uh, how many targets they had in their yards of separation, their open target totals. Just, just they, something to take a look at. Yeah, they they had the best game of the year in the NFL as a, as a duo. Um, that game, their performance against the Niners was the best wide receiving duo. Uh, game of the year where in terms of how many wide open targets each guy had. So they're both playing great. Odell had a terrific game in the NFC title game a couple weeks ago. I want to just see how Stafford, uh, uh, at Stafford and Burrow, uh, you will see, I think, a more nervous Matthew Stafford. But you know what? (laughs) Once Burrow maybe gets punched in the mouth, or if he does, I'm not doubting Joe. But there's other guys that get punched on the mouth in that offense. So... We'll see what happens, but like I said, I think the safe bet for me as far as the side would be Rams minus four uh, at minus 170 and Cincinnati plus four and hope for a field goal game. Who knows? All right, so there you go. Uh, How about Randy? What Randy, about Randy, what do you think, buddy? All right, so I've got uh, Joe, gonna... Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. 
Nice. Now you're going over. I've yeah. got Sony Michelle over 18 and a half rushing yards. I looked at that. Okay. That's a good I love I love the Rams minus four. I'm I'm tempted to take the Rams between 20 and 20 minus tw- uh, to win by 20 to 26 mm-hmm. points. What will you get on That's that? That's 12 to one. 12 to one. 12 to wow. one. Wow. So you're like Yurko. You think it's going to be a blowout? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I've I got, might go with that. And then I've got Vaughn Miller as MVP. Okay. It's down yep. to 35 to one. When I gave that, yep. I think three weeks ago, it was 66 to one. Yep. Uh, and then I'm gonna take a flyer on. Odell Beckham Jr. twenty eight yes. to one for MVP, and I'm gonna take a flyer on Leonard Floyd at one hundred twenty five to one. Wow. I like the Beckham. Right. There you go. MVP angle. I really do. Merkin's really. got a lot of action out there. Yeah. Well, you know when you make money uh, from various uh, entities like books, like and, books. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the book's been a best. It's, it's one. Of, uh, what's the name of the book again? Behindtheglassthebook.com. That's really that's, that's the website. That's yeah. the most that's important it. thing. Mike. Yeah. Okay. Buy, buy the book there. Everybody enjoy the Super Bowl, and uh, we will kind of recap things and look ahead to things other than football when we uh, reconvene next week with (laughs) everyone. We'll talk a little bit more about the NBA. What a wild trade deadline it was yesterday. We really didn't get into it too much, obviously, today because we're previewing Super Bowl 56 for you. But enjoy the game, everyone. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski, Tyler Aki, and the one and only Randy Merkin. And thank you for listening, most importantly. Uh, Seriously, enjoy the game. Have a great weekend. And Mike, I want you and B to enjoy the game as well, wherever you happen to be watching. And we'll talk next week. All right, buddy? You too, pal. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.